Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Season 11, we get into a personal month for us. These are albums that personally impacted our music experience. Yeah, a lot of good, not only music history albums, but like albums that we dive deep back in our own little toy box to uh, not just bands specifically that that changed us, but albums that really gripped and changed our mood, who we are, who we were, who we Specific became. Specific albums that maybe opened a door. Ooh, I like that, definitely. And, uh, you know, I look at some of these and I look at stuff that I listen to now and know that I wouldn't be if I hadn't listened to. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Um, a lot of good stuff here. Uh, both of us had a lot of kind of weird stuff and it's some amazing like, we're friends but but it's but it's <laughs> it's good to go back through it every now and again and listen to album for the day april 22nd is the eagles with hotel california is their sixth album recorded at criteria in miami and the record plant in los angeles and released december the 8th of 1976 on asylum records it is the Eagles' first album with Joe Walsh and their last album with Randy Meisner. Uh, Randy Meisner, if you're not familiar with him, was in Rick Nelson's Stone Canyon Band as well as Poco. Uh, when he left Poco, they replaced him with Timothy B. Schmidt, who had auditioned at the same time. And when Randy Meisner left the Eagles in 1977, they replaced him with Timothy B. Schmidt. <laughs> I bet he hates that guy. Uh, they've done some stuff to get. Here's, here's what's crazy is both of them and Joe Walsh sang background vocals on Richard Marx's Don't Mean Nothing. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Face melter. Yeah, right. Um. In the meantime, Timothy B. Schmidt, uh, yeah, he <laughs> he played uh, with Toto in 1982 on the road. He was in Jimmy Buffett's Coral Reefer Band, 1983, 84, and 85, hmm. and uh, Ringo Starr's All-Star Band. Ooh, nice. Um, and he sang background vocals on Pretzel Logic, The Royal Scam, and Asia. Wow, those are all great records. Yeah, this record has got. I mean, this is this is kind of the. I think this is the Eagles' big record. It's. I mean, I've seen. They were already are, like a big thing, but this, this was kind of like. I guess they proved to themselves and everybody that they were doing something different and new and relevant. Oh yeah, I mean, you open it up with Hotel California, arguably their biggest song followed by New Kid in Town and Life in the Fast Lane. The first side of this record is just hit after hit after hit. I mean, So the working title for uh, Hotel California mm-hmm. was Mexican Reggae. I am glad they did not do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, Black Sabbath was recording Technical Ecstasy next door in the studio. Wow. And the lengthy finale to the album, The Last Resort, yep. had to be re-recorded multiple times due to noise leakage. That is amazing. There were more stories about finding something caked into the soundboard that Black Sabbath was like, geez, guys, 
If Black Sabbath goes, geez, guys, like yeah, then yeah, you might. Yeah. Well, Hotel California, I guess, is a fitting uh, thing. Or, Indeed. Yeah. Don Felder actually forgot what he played on the demo that they were working from, and so they went to record it, and he had to refresh himself. However, the tape was on the other side of the country in L.A., Oops. so he had to call his housekeeper to blast it into the phone and give him a good enough approximation to wow. work from. Wow. Uh, also, Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull felt like Hotel California was similar to the song We Used to Know from Jethro Tull's second album, Stand Up. And I listened to it, and I looked at what Ian Anderson said about it, and he said, you know, it's the same chords, but it's different words, it's a different context, it's different whatever. If anything, it's, you know, it's a nice tribute. I think he's eating some crazy pills over there. I think that he decided it wasn't really worth yeah getting mad that's like saying oh i own cdg no you don't (laughs) right (laughs) no life in the fast lane was about a conversation glenn fry had with his drug dealer driving Mm -hmm. 90 miles an hour in a corvette oh yeah that's that makes perfect sense with a bag full of cash on the way to a poker game Mm. i will guarantee you he lost that cash he said he hung (laughs) on to that that phrase because he immediately in the moment was like, Ooh, that sounds like a song. And he said one day he walked in and Joe Walsh was doing that. And he was like, there it is. That's the one that sounds like the drugs I was doing. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Victim of love, uh, was written by Don Felder and originally sung by him. And while they were in the studio, they decided that his vocal was not up to par. So, He was told by the manager over lunch that they weren't using his while Don Henley was in the studio recording vocal. Hmm. uh, Don Henley sounds great on that track. It does. It It does. And even Don Felder said later in a documentary, he said, my vocal couldn't hold anything to what Don did. Yeah, Don Don Henley has that kind of scratchy, kind of raspy voice. And to drum at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Um, Interestingly enough, though, he complained, Don did, that uh, having to angle up into the mic and get in weird positions for hours at a time, he had serious neck and back issues. Mm. So he brought his own mattress on the tour. They literally carted his mattress around, never once used it. No hotel would let them bring it in. Wow. And they won the Record of the Year Grammy in 1978, but they blew off the ceremony watching it at band practice. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. And Shows dedication to your craft. This one really sniped me, man. Julia Phillips, who was the first female producer to win the Academy Award uh, for 1974's The Sting with Robert Redford and Paul Newman. Mm-hmm wanted to make a movie of Hotel California. And there's some stories about uh, the two of them going and meeting with her, and it just didn't go well, and it never happened. And it's, a I movie, think, it's a movie I'd probably watch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At, at, at bare minimum, I would be, at my, my interest is peaked. Maybe she wasn't the person to make it, um, but maybe mm-hmm. it should still be made. 
We're looking at you, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Yes. But that cover, man, that cover's fire. Oh, yeah. I really love it. It's a, uh, it's a photograph of the Beverly Hills Hotel uh, shot just before sunset by uh, David Alexander with the design and art direction by Kosh. Who also did Abbey Road, Who's Next, Get Your Yaya's Out. A lot of stuff. And they were actually both up in a cherry picker, um, 60 feet above Sunset Boulevard during mm-hmm. the golden hour, so they could capture that exact moment. Oh, it's and the, and the, the font or the, the text that they use is very, like, it looks like a roadside. So they couldn't get neon yeah. to actually look that way, and yeah. they had... Um, Bob Hickson airbrush it um, and then got it in there, but it's effective and I like it and oh, it, yeah. it conveys the neon. Oh, 100%. Point. Yeah, where it looks like a roadside motel. The back cover, that on you the can other get hand, anywhere you want. Exactly. <laughs> but you can never leave. You, no, not anymore. Uh, yeah. The back cover is at the Lido Hotel at the intersection of Yucca and Wilcox in Hollywood. Much lower rent. Uh, place mm-hmm. and yeah the beverly hills hotel um tried to sue them and their Just, lawyer went in and looked and saw that their reservations had gone up like yeah like what would you 300 percent or something since yeah. the album was released yeah. and they were Why like you, you don't really have a case man free advertising exactly That's you dumb. didn't pay for that yeah you didn't pay for this shoot dude yeah that yeah. was free yeah wild well, awesome. Well, uh, oh, and um, if you have an original copy on vinyl, they did uh, put a special thing in the runout groove. On side one, it says, "Is it six o'clock yet?" Hmm. And side two says, "Vol is five piece live," which is a stab back at people saying that the Eagles stuff was too overproduced and that they couldn't do things without overdubs and whatever. Mm. So they recorded Victim of Love uh, live completely, except for the vocals. Mm. Um, they actually recorded that whole track as a, as you were just saying about the uh, jam together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very, that's cool. Um, you know, these, uh, the Eagles on a, on another reunion tour <laughs> they are final tour. i mean they yeah you know if you can get they've been if you can on, get asses in the seats man they've, they've been on a farewell tour, tour since like 1999 still not as bad as kiss bro oh dude definitely not and it wasn't 99 it was 94 when they did <laughs> hell freezes over hell freezes over yeah, yeah. that's yeah meanwhile yeah. we've been in frosty hell yeah, for, for 20 Five years, whatever. Eight. <laughs> so yeah, uh, album for the day today is uh, Hotel California by the Eagles. Um, be sure to give us a like, follow, subscribe wherever you listen, and uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, requests, shoot us an email to album for the day at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Johnny come lately, the new kid in town. Where you gonna go now? The Randy Meisner's got your job. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Timothy B. Schmidt's in the band now. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Homeless. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!